Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topics, Isaias approaches Florida and Tropical Depression 10 expected to fall apart. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's episode. So we're just sticking with weather today, uh, no other science. We're just sticking with tropical storms today, for a matter of fact, uh, since we've got enough to talk about, and I'm trying to keep these podcasts between five and ten minutes uh, and not go too much longer and too many additional topics, and it gets really hard to do that without talking super fast. And I don't like talking super fast on these podcasts. So we've got a fair bit to talk about. Uh, we have what is now, at least temporarily, Tropical Storm, Isaias, uh, downgraded from hurricane status uh, a little bit earlier this afternoon uh, as it was passing over Andros Island in the Bahamas. Uh, the decreased intensity really has to do with three things not just passing over land, which normally tends to weaken a tropical storm because of frictional effects, uh, and also the fact that the center goes over a land area which is not as moist and juicy with uh, moisture. That's uh, the fuel for the thunderstorms that help drive the tropical cyclone. Uh, going over a drier land surface is not going to do that. Uh, not going to give you the same amount of ability for the thunderstorms to fire necessarily. In addition, uh, as it gets farther west, it gets closer to this upper level area of low pressure and the shear in the winds, which also tends to uh, act against intensification. Uh, and further, on top of that, uh, it is approaching an area of relatively dry air. And in the uh, Facebook group, I have posted a couple of water vapor satellite images. Uh, there's one where Isaias is labeled. There's one where Tropical Depression 10 is labeled. And uh, one of the things that I want you to pay attention to in the color scheme of the one that has Isaias labeled is the big area of green, big green blob. That is the water vapor, the moisture, the liquid water that is associated with the tropical storm itself. Uh, the blue area right to its northwest and even west over the Florida Peninsula it represents an area of substantially drier air. So a tropical storm needs moisture to be able to fuel the thunderstorms that keep the uh, intensity of the circulation going. If it moves into an area where it's got much drier air that to work with, it's harder for those thunderstorms to form and that tends to allow the circulation to break down. So you actually had three separate factors uh, acting to de-intensify Isaias uh, during the day today. The dry air, the increase in the vertical shear, and the interaction with the island in the Bahamas, even though the Bahamas are not uh, especially, especially mountainous islands. In fact, many of them are very, very flat. Uh, nonetheless, um, <clears throat> that interaction also helped to uh, decrease the intensity. 
So as you can see from this uh, satellite image, which is current, it looks like the center of the storm is pretty much over open water again. Again, as I mentioned in last evening's podcast, the ocean temperatures are a little bit warmer than normal for the beginning of August. That gives a little bit more fuel. That plus... Uh, if, if the center approaches the coast but not, doesn't really go inland in uh, the Florida Peninsula, that also allows for a different frictional effect, uh, a convergence into the storm that will add some uh, physical forcing, we call it dynamical forcing in meteorology, to help support the thunderstorm formation. For all these reasons, as it gets closer and closer to the Florida Peninsula, uh, the tropical storm is expected once again to pass the threshold of a Category 1 hurricane. Now, uh, a 70 mile per hour tropical storm versus an 80 mile per hour uh, maximum wind uh, hurricane, Category 1, it's a 10 mile per hour difference in the wind. That 10 mile per hour difference isn't going to make a whole lot of difference in terms of the impacts. So whether it stays at the intensity it is now or crosses the threshold uh, to make it officially a hurricane, the impacts aren't really going to change all that much. And these impacts will last a while overnight tonight and through much of the day tomorrow along the uh, Florida East Coast. Uh, it, it looks like from the track forecast, and that is the third graphic that I have posted, the 8 p.m. update to the track forecast, the center of the tropical storm is going to be very, very close to the Florida coast. Uh, this means it's going to provide for periods of heavy rainfall. It's going to allow for a storm surge, which is not huge because the storm isn't that intense, but it still will be upwards of four feet, and a storm surge of four feet will still flood a lot of the immediate coastal areas of uh, eastern Florida. So there will be impacts. Um, it won't be necessarily as bad as it could be, uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but there will be impacts from Isaias uh, as it goes up the Florida coast. And it's expected to pretty much maintain its intensity as it does so, right on this borderline between a very strong tropical storm and a, and a weak Category 1 hurricane. Uh, it's approaching that upper-level uh, low-pressure area, and the vertical shear will intensify, even though the waters will continue to be warmer than normal, well into the mid to upper 80s in terms of uh, water temperatures Fahrenheit. Uh, so, and as it moves north, the water temperatures will gradually cool, but they are still warmer than normal along almost the entire length of the Gulf Stream, according to uh, the latest uh, measurements that were taken uh, that I looked at yesterday. It won't have changed substantially in 24 hours uh, in terms of the Gulf Stream uh, sea surface temperatures. So right now, as of 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Isaias is about 100 miles southeast of Fort Lauderdale and is moving uh, to uh, the northwest at a slower speed than yesterday, about 9 miles per hour. This was anticipated, and that forecast has been uh, pretty well verified. And as you can see again from referencing the National Hurricane Center's uh, graphic, uh, 
the the track that is going to be close to the Florida East Coast. It may even uh, make a landfall in uh, part of eastern Florida. Uh, the best track pretty much has it hugging the coast almost the entire way up to uh, near Wilmington, North Carolina, near the South Carolina border. Uh, it may also make a landfall along the South Carolina coast before very likely trekking inland somewhere in North Carolina. If you look at the track envelope, you can see uh, that almost the entire envelope is inland over at least part of North Carolina, going through the Tidewater area, and then continuing to hug the coast, more or less, uh, all the way up into New England. Uh, let's talk for just uh, a minute, maybe, or so, about the other tropical cyclone, Tropical Depression 10. And I've also included a water vapor image for the vicinity of, tr of Tropical Depression 10, which it, you have to really strain to find on the figure. It has barely maintained organization as a tropical cyclone. It is moving into an area of even drier air, not just the dark blues, but the inset yellows uh, that that system is moving into. Uh, it's basically going to be the death of that system. Uh, we will not be talking about it on uh, tomorrow uh, evening's podcast. Uh, we'll just be talking about Isaias and maybe something else. Uh, but... It was a nice tropical cyclone while it lasted, I guess you could say. Brief, didn't affect anybody. Now, those are the best kinds of tropical cyclones as far as uh, human impacts go. So if you live along the southeast coast and along the Florida coast, certainly along the Florida coast, you better be getting your preparations ready quickly. Uh, you have a few more hours before it will get close enough to start at least uh, bringing in the thunderstorms, the rain, and the storm surge uh, will eventually approach as well. Uh, if you live elsewhere in the southeastern U.S., you uh, need to be paying attention and not uh, forgetting about this storm until Monday morning because you may need to worry about it uh, by then and it may be too late. Uh, it's not a strong storm, but again, heavy rain uh, and storm surge are going to be the hazards here. For tonight... I'll bring this episode to a close. I'm Dr. Jeff Tilley for The Daily Bolt. Have a good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you listen to this, and stay safe.